welcome to the Wood Talk Weekend Show. It's time to unbutton those pants, crack open a fresh grape soda, and let the soothing sounds of Mark, Shannon, and Matt caress your ear holes. All right, it's Wood Talk number 372 for April 7th, 2017. It's a weekend show. We like these. They're fun. It's the weekend already. Yay. Oh, the week's gone. Right? I didn't do anything this week. Hey, are the weekends satisfying to you anymore, Matt, now that you have kids? Uh, <laughs> I think I think go back even further now that I'm self-employed. There's no weekends. Okay. Between so being like... self-employed and having children... And not to say that the kids aren't fun, right? That's all. It's a different kind of fun than the kind of yeah. fun you have when you're being productive or sitting down playing video games or whatever you do for you know personal enjoyment. Um, but yeah, like weekends, kind of just I don't really this think is, about it's, it. Honestly, it's another day for me. Right. Exactly. It's another My day. My wife has to be home. It's another day. day that you don't get much done. The way I look at it. That, sometimes yes, that's kind of the way the days go. Yeah. All right. So we got a question here, and it's a. Uh, Oh man, did I put the person's name there? Well, shoot, shoot dog. I forgot. So someone wrote in and said, I have a question for you guys. Well, the power tool guys, at least, sorry, Shannon, do you unplug your table saw to change blades? So while, uh, you know, that is in and of itself an interesting question. I thought there's, I did. You used to, I used to when you had one. Um, I think I would forget to plug it back in and I was like, this stupid thing doesn't work. I'm taking up hand tools. (laughs) Yeah. This thing never works for me. It's the number one single reason why I'm in hand tools now. Right. I just forgot power to switches. It back in. They're terrible. Yeah. Uh, God, but they're so hard to figure out. There's sort of a broader topic at play here, and that is: do we do we practice what we preach in terms of like safety precautions? Um, I don't know. Technique. You know, you say like always do it this way, but then sometimes when no one's looking, you do it a different way. So just trying to think of uh, let's let's talk about the table saw thing. I will first and foremost admit that I don't unplug my table saw for blade changes. And I actually, because I don't like to say something that I don't actually do myself, I don't think I've ever, I may have suggested it like, ah, you may want to unplug this, but I don't go through the, the like effort that you'll see. And I don't know, like a magazine's DVD where they're like, <laughs> the plug you, got, you see the guy, they like, they make it so painfully <laughs> obvious that this thing is unplugged. Um, and I don't go through that because I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to blow smoke up people's butts. Uh, the reality is no, I don't because, and, and here's, okay, maybe this is stupid, but empirically speaking, my, my own evidence with this, I have never seen my saw turn on by itself. <laughs> that's yes. all that that's, I've never come into my shop and go, who turned that table saw on? What's going on here? You know? So that is why I have confidence that it is not going to suddenly turn on. I understand it totally makes sense. You know, it's, it's sort of a belt and suspenders, extra level of safety, totally makes sense. And if you want to do it, I'm totally behind you. But for me personally, if I'm being honest, I don't do it. So Matt, do you do it? I'd be surprised if you said yes. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) for the exactly the same reason, I don't, Walk into my shop and be like, oh, like my table saw is on. <laughs> the only thing that like you can kind of like argue towards unplugging it is you somehow bump the switch when you're um, you're changing the blade. Mm-hmm. But now, wouldn't I, that just turn it off? It would turn it off. Yes, that's correct. So it would be very, it would be some crazy move for you to be able to turn that saw on even when it was plugged in you, somehow. You want to try and turn it on. You would have to have an unusual sort of massive and very hard growth on your thigh. <laughs> so that it would actually go in between around there. So what you're saying is it's possible. It is possible, but you would have to have a deformity to make it work. Or maybe you've got like a cargo pants with a giant button. People, if you're aroused, don't woodwork. That's that, that could be it too. Depends on how tall you yeah. are. 
and only how? only uh, only emotionally erect can yes. you be while woodworking <laughs> exactly <laughs> and we are we all are let's be honest i'm glad i went there that's, that's good <laughs> that's real so, good uh, so yes, I think that's that's the story. And, and again, I think if you you know the, if we're just saying what's the safest thing to do, I don't think we're denying that it certainly is safer to unplug that saw. That's uh, never you change know. a blade. It might get cut. You know, don't even do woodworking while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't do woodworking, you can't get hurt. Uh, Simple as that. Um, so can you guys think of anything else? Yeah, you because know, we're in a position of showing people stuff on video. We're teaching people where we preach one thing and actually maybe do something a little bit different when when folks aren't looking. You know, whether it's oh uh, yeah safety techniques. So Shannon, what, what what do you got? Never move the tool rest while the lathe is running. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Right. <laughs> When have I, I mean, and, and this goes back even before pedal lays, you know, cause I still have an electric lay that I keep around, you know, it's like, no, no. In fact, the best way to figure out how to get it as close to the, the piece without bumping it is to turn it on and kind of scooch it in. And you heart, if you start to hear that little, nope, it's too close. Back it up just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All nice. the time. Um, you got anything else, Matt? Um, I mean, there are times where, I won't do something on video because I just want to avoid the comments that go with it. So it depends <laughs> on how snarky I'm feeling that yeah. day. And if I want to deal with the comments, the tool rest thing is a good one. Um, I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head, but I don't really like preach or talk about safety a whole lot because mm -hmm. I just think that it's kind of personal responsibility and everyone, to be honest, everyone has such a drastically different level of acceptable uh, levels of safety that you can't really like, say this is what you have to do all the time because some people might even think that is like not safe enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and there's it's a actually a really interesting perspective though. I mean, certainly I don't think, I don't know what, what the age gap has to be before you're in a new generation or whatever, but whatever, we can look at Matt as being the next generation of woodworkers. Cause I know Mark, when you and I were getting started, like there wasn't a lot of content for woodworking. So we all mm -hmm. had to do, we created the safety content. Like if, if we you didn't know, we do it, it wouldn't have been there. Right. So now the next generation comes along and they're like, well, it's already there. So I don't need to talk about it. Right. But it's actually really kind of impressive, Matt, that your thought is, well, it's a personal responsibility because I think for the longest time, like when, when Mark and, and especially Matt Vandalus was getting started, it's like, well, we have to, it's almost like you have to throw out the disclaimer. You had to do your safety video so that no one would give you crap because you could say, well, I did the safety video. And now it's like, eh, you know, it's already been done. It's up to you to, to, to be safe, do what you think is safe. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'll, when I'm on video, I'll do things that I think are safe. That's actually, maybe things have gotten better. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe they just uh, don't care. Don't <laughs> yeah, could be. Well, I think we, we felt the responsibility at the time to say like, well, I do know some of these safety things. Let me share these too, because a lot of, a lot of times we still, even back then would get that feedback. Oh, you shouldn't do this because of that. You know, so you would feel inclined to at least give well, your least logic they, behind what you do. And, and at why least they tell you why. That's my, one of my pet peeves. And we had that show. I never had this one at that show, but one of my pet peeves is you shouldn't do this. And then they just neglect to tell you why. Yeah, okay. Like well, that is not helpful at all. Yeah. This is a rule. <laughs> never break that rule. Okay. Well, here's, here's a good one. Uh, I would always hear about not cross cutting with, you know, cross cutting a work piece with your fence and, and no, yeah. if you don't explain why that is, then you get a bunch of people who simply repeat that every time you use a miter gauge with a fence. 
and they don't understand the reason behind the lot, like the reason that's said in the first place, it's not a hard and fast rule across the board. It's for certain situations. So when I do it in a situation that I actually think is perfectly safe, you find people who are just like repeating that because they heard this is a rule that you just don't break. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one that I have broken and I'm always hesitant to show it for the same reasons you're talking about, Matt, just because you don't want to <laughs> deal with it is cross cutting a piece on a table saw or cutting a piece on the table saw that is uh, wider than it is long front to back, right? So the general rule is never cut something that is wider than it is long. Am I saying that right? Or am I getting it backwards? I think it's right. So uh, let's say you yeah, got... Yeah, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Up, um, yes. So there are times when I do that. I'll make that cut. And the reason I do it is because even though the piece is long and I'm doing this cross cut action, I've got enough reference surface and I could put all my pressure on the space between the blade and the fence that I feel perfectly comfortable making that cut. But if you don't really have a lot of experience with the table saw, a cut like that is kind of scary. And if you put the pressure in the wrong place, you're going to have a serious problem. But I can't necessarily show that because it's one of those things that breaks a rule, you know, that most of these people have heard that rule. So I just don't show it. But I do it I all think the time. I've shown that. I didn't get any comments about it. I think I've shown that at some point. It's something I do if I feel comfortable doing it. If it's not like, it has to be pretty narrow for it to be like uncomfortable for me. Yeah. But like 12 inches wide by like three feet long, I'll take a whatever square off the end of it or, you know, whatever. But would you recommend that cut for a beginner? They need to understand what's going on with the table saw and how that cut is being done. Because I've seen like the scarier ones when they're, they're cutting and they're pushing on the, I guess the, 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 the outside of the blade? Outside not of the, yeah, not between the fence and the blade. Their hands are on the yeah. outer, outboard side. And then they get through the cut, and that board is sitting there between the blade and the fence. Yeah. And you're just waiting for it. Yep. And you're like, oh, they cut the video before it probably happened. <laughs> right, <Three>. exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> Three weeks later, after the hospital visit, they're back. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be a little bit tricky. All right. Well, I would be curious to hear from you guys. I mean, uh, especially from the audience, a lot of you or most of you, I would say probably, you know, you don't make videos. So you're just doing this stuff in your shop. Are there things that you know you should do that you don't or, you know, precautions, you know, you should take, but you don't. We'd be uh, curious to hear your thoughts on those. Let us know in the comments. And uh, I think that just about does it for the weekend show. Um, All right. Yeah. Weekend's over. Weekend's back to over. Work. It's, it's Monday again. Let's get back to work. <laughs> it's Monday again. <laughs> yeah. Time to do another show. God, it's the fastest weekend ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>